Hey everybody, it's Matt from Made Up Movies. This is Mike Kolar. Hey from Made Up Movies, it's Mike Kolar. And we are here to talk to you about our new Patreon page. Uh, we could really use your help uh, getting some support for making this podcast. For five bucks a month on our Patreon page, you get bonus episodes, a whole bunch of extra content, and lots of cool interactions with us. What's not to love? What's not to love? There's a higher tier if you want to donate more and get your episode made immediately. But for five bucks, you get a lot. Yeah, a ton of stuff. So check out patreon.com slash madeupmoviespod, or you can find that link on our Twitter at madeupmoviespod. And yeah, five bucks a month, a bunch of extra content. It's yours. Check it out. Made Up Movies Patreon. Thank you. Y'all hear that? Made Up Movies. Made Up Movies. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Made Up Movies. Made up movies, yeah, 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 yeah. Made up movies, movies in your face now. Come and get an earful. Made up movies, made up movies. Hello and welcome to Made Up Movies. I'm your host Matt Shore, and with me, as always, is the tiefling bard to my Kenku rogue. It's Mike. Cola. I don't uh, I don't get that reference. I don't know that reference. <laughs> sure you do, my friend. It's uh some Dungeons and Dragons lore I've picked up. Oh being, uh, cool. A little bit of a dungeon master. Cool. Been setting up a game for us to play yeah, together. Cool. And uh-huh. uh, you know, it's I will say it's taken over my life a little bit. Great. But uh to the for the most part, I'm pretty much the the same guy. Well, let me just What's check a... that and make sure yeah. I am the same guy. Oh, five. So that is a fail. I did not pass the DC on that. So you're not so I've the changed. same guy? You've I changed. have changed. I've changed considerably. What uh, What skill were you rolling for there? What What even is that? That was just a... Oh, yeah, you're right. That doesn't count because I wasn't rolling a... Oh, you're right. I should have picked the skill because then I could tell what my... Uh, modifier is yeah i could have gotten but i have no modifier that's higher than five so that wouldn't have pushed me over the dc anyway Great. so it doesn't really matter okay so, see i've got this figured out i've got this figured out. it's sort of implicit more than explicit in a lot of ways do you want to tell um, the people what our podcast is about or you just want to uh uh let me see if i'm allowed to do yeah. that okay i'm going to roll for uh let's see wisdom i guess now, my wisdom modifier is low. I think okay. we know that from past episodes. I'm okay. not very good at practical applications of my knowledge. Okay, that is an 11. So with my plus one wisdom modifier, that is a 12. So I don't quite pass the medium DC of 15 for letting people know what the podcast is about. You're going to have to do that. Let's see if you can. You, uh, you have a wisdom of two because yeah. you have a little bit smarter in terms of street smarts than I am. What? But... We are going to see if you can get to this 15 or high. Oh, that was a misroll. That was a misroll. Does not count. Are you rolling the dice for me? Don't roll. Are you rolling yeah, for yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, Well, my dice are kind of better than yours. Also, oh, I don't know okay. if you have dice. I do, but I that's that's rolling. fine. You can roll for me, I guess. That's uh, okay, so you got a 9, so that's a 10. So, no, we can't talk about <laughs> what the podcast... Can't feel the podcast is about? <laughs> no, no. We normally do. We normally say what the podcast uh, is about. Okay. And uh, inform people that, you know, it's it's a show about certain topics but we're not allowed to based on the rules of Dungeons and Dragons um, so I guess we can't so please look at the show description for yourself 
think, uh, I think you're making. I think these dice are making things maybe a little more complicated than than it needs to be. Uh, okay, let me uh, roll a persuasion check. Are you a, are you a character or are you yourself? Are you, like I don't understand who are these. Uh, well, I'm just keep trying to keep practice on you know getting my skills in order. So let's see, your persuasion What's... modifier is a plus two. So uh, because of your limited charisma okay let's just put that down there did you when did you make my character wow you just got it with a 15 from a 13 plus two so you have persuaded me that uh the dice are making things harder (laughs) and maybe i should stop doing this yeah now 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 we got to check to see if i actually have the willpower Uh, to do uh to do uh, what you're saying i don't uh sort of you're sort of you've sort of gotten mad you've gotten mad with uh dice rolling you're like uh okay let's you're see like if the, i've gone mad with you're dice like rolling, uh right here you're like two-face with the coin it's like Ooh. you have to make every decision is based on on your I dice failed on going mad with a five <laughs> what so i don't know i failed on my madness so if anything the dice say i've become only more sane as i've given them more power over my life the dice say Okay, so wait, I, here, I, I, being DM is actually really hard, especially when you're applying it to stuff in real life, because I have to keep track of everything. DM is kind of like the unsung hero. You're sort of the storyteller and sort of the god of this world. And you've got the players, in this case, Kolar, who just yeah. like, you know, chat and chat and chat and want to break things. Uh, so let's get back I did, to I, I, th- I thought we were doing the podcast. Role. I didn't think we were playing Dungeons and Dragons. We are doing as... the podcast, but we should probably roll to see if we are allowed to do that. So why don't we see if we can... Let's do a skill check to see if we can watch a movie this week. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, okay, that is a 10. Now, what stat were we rolling for there, by the Whatever the, the highest one is. Okay, whatever the highest one. That gives us a plus five. Okay, that's great. Thanks to your strength modifier. I'm, so, I'm, uh, I'm, this, I'm strong, but I have no charisma? Yeah, you're sort of like a barbarian type. You're street smart, but not like really brain smart. I don't um, appreciate this, but that I'm not... I mean, this, I'm isn't, not this isn't a personal judgment about you. It's just... You made the characters. Reflection. You're judging me based on... There's no, 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 I mean, it's not a current judgment of you i did it previously so um yeah so thanks to your amazing strength see I'm compliment not i'm not even um strong. yeah well one of us had to be or our game wouldn't be balanced you can't both be <laughs> so uh, uh so basically and honestly you only have a plus three i was just trying to fudge the numbers to keep the game rolling it's a little dm tip you sometimes have to do uh we are gonna watch a movie this week great so why? I mean, we don't need the bingo bongo spinner because I'm kind of a built-in bingo bongo spinner. And I'm just gonna roll this. And whoa, natural twenty. <laughs> and uh, that means we get a critical hit, which means I get to choose the movie, and I don't have to do any of the bad ones on the list because there's over two hundred bad ones. Uh, okay. Don't say that. Why would you tell them that there's two hundred bad ones? Well, as as DM, it's it's important to keep things honest, especially when you're lying. I mean, there's not two hundred bad the ones. There's only like hundred fifty bad ones. No, there's there's more than that. So, uh, all right. So, oh, okay. So, uh, this is the one I wanted to do, and since I got a nat twenty, I am allowed to do that. It's my game. I can choose this. Kolar, you are just the player, and you're along for the ride. Yeah, I mean, at this uh, point, I I just glad we're watching a movie. So, whatever. Well, we have to roll to see if we can put on the goggles. Oh, God damn it. All right. So this one is called Discourteous Machinations. Oh, fancy. Yeah, it's from Diabolical Podcast. It is a tense psychological thriller. 
set in the charming, whimsical steampunk world of Victoriana, where coal-powered airships and exposed cogs abound. Core blimey! Core blimey? Yeah, core blimey. Wait, coal? Uh, I thought it was, is is coal steam? That's steampunk, right? Coal-powered airships. <laughs> yeah, there's a discontinuity in these discourteous machinations already. I don't think, I, I mean, this would have to be our first episode where we really get into the science of things, but I'm sure we'll be able to figure out, you know, I, I rarely do I get into a steampunk setting and I'm like, you know, hey, some of these, some of these sciences don't quite add up. There, Wait a so. minute, alchemy? What do you want to be this alchemy? This uh, You can't uh, turn leads into gold. exchange. Oh, oh I can feel my daughter becoming a dog right now. Uh, uh, all right. Well, let's watch this, I guess. Yeah, uh, do you have to roll or can we just watch goggles? Uh, all right, I'll roll for it. No, it was just a, a, you were, so it's sort of like a all tick right. now. It's like a nervous tick. Uh, I mean, what is this, a dexterity to put them on? And we both have plus three dexterity. because we're. I mean, if we don't put them on, we can't fingers. watch the movie. So, you know. Okay, that is a two. So we got okay. a five. We're just in the podcast. Oh, God damn it. This is so thick. You know what? Let's say the DC is very easy and it's a five, so it meets it, beats it. That's Great. what you kind of got to do as a DM to keep the ball rolling. So, you know, you oh, know the DM, you know the, the DM doesn't roll the dice for everyone, right? That's not. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, they should, though, because it's sometimes, sometimes, you know, Cola, I don't want to say this, but you can be a little controlling. I just maybe um, maybe so maybe you should I just go play craps or something if you like rolling dice so much. Like I don't understand. I do what... play a lot of craps <laughs> and I win according to what D- the dice tell me. So uh, I, I I just think that sometimes color you can be a little controlling and it would be a lot better for everyone if I was the one controlling you to make sure you weren't. Wow, that you know? take is going to reverberate for a while. But I uh... okay, fine, that's fine. Okay, <laughs> I see what you said there. <laughs> And uh, I'm going to take that to heart. The take will reverberate for a while. All right, so let's let's put on our goggles and watch the discourteous machinations. Okay. Discourteous. Flick. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm liking this sweeping scenery. That's a lot of coal. Why is there so much? It seems like they're really hitting the coal hard. Oh, okay. All right. That was cool. That was cool. That was cool. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. That's enough of that. All right. Okay. I'm uh, going to talk you, like this. I don't think I can ever stop talking like you this now. Want, you just want any excuse to be cool a cop. blimey. Oh, boy. Here we go. Did you like that the main character's name was Core Blimey? Like, Core Blimey? Yeah, <laughs> I thought... And his, 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 his catchphrase is Core Blimey he's as just well. Like, he's just like... says his, He's like Golem. He says his own name. <laughs> Golem? Golem. He, Golem. He coughs and he says his own name. Core oh. Blimey says his own name. Wait, is this one of those smog or smog things? Because Good, I don't understand. I thought it was Gollum, not Golem. Well, Golem he coughs, is like he says the Golem, Jewish Golem. monster. I don't know. Golem. 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 Cuffs. Yeah, but you said golem. Okay. It doesn't. We're off the rails already. (laughs) (laughs) That's not what this is about. Frodo and and Sam summoned a golem to follow them Uh, into Mordor. God, that's still better than all of our suggestions combined. (laughs) Um, So, 
let's let's talk about this so the setting and scenery of this movie are like up in a sky city that's kind of like a steam that runs on steam coal (laughs) well they keep saying that the smoke that comes off the coal furnaces is steam yeah is that how steam that's not how steam works that's not steam steam does a steamboat run on coal I mean, I think I I don't know. Let's should we I'm just should we just look it up? I don't Yeah, know. let's just look it up cuz I don't want to be this far into it. Do steamboats run on coal? It has to. Okay. These steamships typically concentrated on high-value cargo, mail and passengers and only had moderate cargo capabilities <sighs> because of their required loads of coal. A typical paddle-wheel steamship was powered by a coal-burning engine. Oh, so, so I guess right. so they're right. So 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 coal is made of steam? No, I think coal, coal makes the machine run, and then it produces steam. Okay, in Steamboat Willie, which uh, <laughs> which is, I think, historically accurate. Yeah, that's accurate. <clears throat> uh, you know, he shovels coal, yeah. and then he says some disparaging things about certain minorities. It is sure. a product of its era. Yeah. Uh, and then he sells merchandise for like 150 years. So I don't know what that teaches us in, in reference to this, but apparently coal produces steam or there is a way to create one thing from another, right? Yeah. That's so it's what I like, think. It's one thing from another is what it is. <laughs> so you're burning coal to heat water to produce steam? Yeah, is that's that, what it is. Is that what it is? That's what it is. That's what it is. No. How does coal is. become be steam? How does coal <laughs> become steam? We should have uh we should have uh paid attention in uh science class. Coal-fired plants produce electricity by burning coal in a boiler to produce steam. Yeah, it's just steam. Everything is steam and everything is coal. It's fine. So they're not wrong, but it was a lot of coal. And I feel like the smoke was, like, they called everything steam, but a lot of the times I think it was just smoke from the coal. I don't know. Okay, okay. I'm bookmarking this now. And I'm going to put it in the show notes. Yeah. Wait, no, I lost it. I lost it. But there's this amazing diaphragm. Diagram. You've got to look at this diaphragm. Great. I think, uh, so I okay, think this, okay, okay, so, so it okay. Is I've got it. I've yeah. got it. Okay. The coal becomes steam. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we were. That's where we started. Oh, 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 oh. But the coal from the movie. The coal from the movie steam. becomes steam. Okay. Uh, careful not to describe what the show's about too much because we're still not allowed to do that. The, uh, okay. Based on this modern thing, yeah. Basically, it's pretty simple. Yeah. Is it? Explain it to me. <laughs> okay. So. This is the most complicated diagram I've ever seen. Right, but just focus on the left side of it. Okay. Okay. The coal goes into the goes in there, and then it boils, and it makes a precipitator go to the stack. And then steam right. runs a turbine, which runs a generator, and then it goes to the transmission lines or the pumping station. Exactly. Okay, so coal is just for the boiler to boil water and make steam. Uh, coal is fed into a big-ass boiler yes. in, in, in modern plants, anyway. And the boiler apparently... Boils. Uh, boils. Boils the water. Oh, wait. Ash disposal pond? 
Yeah, you just throw your ash into a pond and it goes away. So there's some amount of moisture in there from either the pond or the condensed steam. It seems no, like ash. You just throw your you throw your used coal into the river where it goes away and never to be heard from again. <laughs> and it becomes coal monsters. It becomes it becomes, it becomes, it becomes steam. It goes back nightmares. to nature. It just goes back to nature and it's fine. <laughs> you just put okay. all of your trash outside and it goes back to nature. Coal produces steam. Coal produces steam, steam, and that is the movie. And that steam can be transmutated through the power of alchemy into electricity, which we can still use, and we can keep West Virginians happy and Joe Manchin in office. That's the basis. That's the point of this movie, is that coal is the ultimate aphrodisiac. I mean, (laughs) a source of power. (laughs) For Republicans. (laughs) For Republicans and who want to send uneducated miners into... Nothing gets a Republican uh, harder than a a coal miner with a black lung. That makes me so fucking hard. (laughs) I think I got the black lung, Pops. Uh, Look at those Uh, miners working so hard. Oh my god. Uh, Uh, They all got... Oh, they Such blue collar jobs. Fuck, they're so blue collar. <laughs> they're so blue collar. Let's fucking American ingenuity. No oh my god. Oh, oh my god. god. They can't afford college, even uh, though they worked there for fifteen god. years. It's too late for oh, them. Oh, Lindsey Graham, stop sucking me off. That's something we have like better that. options, uh, but we don't give them to them. But they don't need them. Oh god. <laughs> oh my god. Thank you, West Virginia, for making America great again. Yep. But. I think what we've learned is that uh, we judged a book by its cover. We thought steam and coal were not one and the same. I thought steam was a better source of, uh, like, I thought it was like clean energy. (laughs) Right, right. Well, well, well. Don't forget clean burning coal, which politicians talk about. Oh yeah, clean. We're talking about clean coal, the kind that's like not that dusty, and you've got like a little (laughs) butler who like dusts it off with a little thing. That's how you get that clean Clean coal. But uh, so this movie makes more sense than I thought it did. Well, of course it does because it takes place in a sky city, and when your entire city runs off of steam, you want a resource from the sky like coal that you have coal. easy access to nice I mean, light coal that you can bring into the sky yeah right right it would be an enormous waste of time and energy if coal wasn't found abundantly in clouds well they had there was a sky coal mine and i don't know if like did they well, that's dig because it there's up? floating avatar everything in yeah. this it's like it's unclear if this is like i guess it's just like floating whatever but there is a land below where like it's like um uh midgar it's like yeah. where the 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 uh the slums in final yeah, fantasy they call it, they call it a hellscape constantly they call it the filthy hellscape below and they don't uh they don't like because <laughs> right. even even core blimey who seems like a cockney gent is sort of like he's he's not like blue collar really he's more of he's like he's the aristocratic uh equivalent of blue collar i guess but he's still got more money than the really slummiest of the slums who are just basically i wouldn't be caught dead in the land down there it's full of shits and farts that's what he says so like even even they don't even get their coal from the ground because the coal on the ground is too dirty they need that coal's too dirty we need the sky coal it's faster I guess the idea is that this is either so is this is this like a so far in the future after a dystopian hellscape that because it seems like all of Earth or it's not I don't even know if it's Earth it's never really uh, it, it seemed like something happened and like some part of the world like blew into the sky and just stayed there 
which is my my understanding is that and this is me creating lore for this movie which you know and you don't even know how a boiler works you fucking idiot (laughs) (laughs) hey you're just passing that off on me you didn't know either (laughs) yeah i did i I was just i was going along with you i knew about boiler uh, i have a boiler in my house i got a boiler in my house that's how i get my heat my steam Uh, heat this is why they call you Illinois President Lincoln. <laughs> There's coal in my uh, basement, and it creates heat through my radiator. And this is why you're constantly telling me, Cratchit, put more coal on that fire. And, this and not letting me go home on Christmas Day, so despite bad. my crutch-bearing child. Because um, my apartment runs on coal power. Also, I'm a Muppet Frog, because that's the version I am most familiar with. That's the best with. version. Yep, it really is. It really is. And how Michael Caine takes it super seriously as if he's... Yeah. <laughs> if there's please nothing don't, crazy please going on. don't show me. Don't, I don't want to look at... I don't want to look... Spirits, please! Then he, then he, <laughs> oh my god, it's so good. Marley and Marley. Uh, okay, so... This the okay. The movie has a lot of elements of the science of it. Yeah, like we said, that don't. I mean, I guess the steam-based science makes sense, but why? You know, there's floating buildings, but it seems like it seems like all of Earth is a garbage dump. It yeah. seems like it's covered. It's like all of Earth is a post-global down there. Right, but it's not even like the barren Mad Max world. It's like just covered no, it's in covered refuse trash. and yeah. trash, and it's like at some point. Wait a minute. Is cuz there are all those okay. <laughs> I'm going to pull from your Iceland knowledge here. Yeah, go ahead. But you went you went in those geothermal springs in Iceland, right? Sure. And like yeah. it so there's all those like volca- when they go down to earth it's like a hellscape, right? Yeah. And it's like or the planet. Again, I don't know if it's supposed to be earth cuz they never they just say the planet's surface. Right, there's no uh they don't show like like there's no landmarks. There's not like a, you don't see an Eiffel Tower or you don't see. A, they don't show the bean. They don't show the bean. We yeah. would know where we were. You know you're in okay. Chicago. Yeah. What? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I had no <laughs> idea. <laughs> where do you think the bean was? <laughs> I don't know. There's so many people in Cleveland that have it in their dating profile pics. I thought it was everywhere. Oh, jeez. <laughs> we went to the big city, and now it's my. We picture. went to the big city. Although, in L.A., the equivalent was on all the lamps at uh, the Modern Art Museum. That was, that's, it's like, look, I'm standing in front of this thing. But Man. it's, oh my god, I just dating want to rip seems on like Ohio hell. dating. It's the worst. It's yeah. the worst. Uh, it's like a variable hellscape down there. It's a veritable hellscape. But there, speaking of which, there's all those volcanoes and, like, it looks like geysers and just, like, again, steam coming up from ruptures in the earth. Yeah, and I'm yeah. wondering if the implication is that the planet is so fucked be, and, and the planet's, like, core is heated up or, like, the base temperature of everything is heated up that stuff starts rising or gets blown up in the air. That's what I thought. Vi- that's that, I mean, that's – I because it did – because there weren't, like – like in in Bioshock Infinite, like aren't they like on like like isn't the island like supported by like uh uh it's machine supported stuff, some, right? Yeah, machine stuff, right? These islands just seem to be floating there of their own free will. Which I honestly like, don't remember. It's been just long enough since I played Infinite how long it, it, how but I think I think it's like propellers and stuff. Yeah, there's propellers is, and stuff that holds because, the island up. Yeah. Because it's supposed to be the equivalent of Rapture, which in Bioshock 1 is an undersea city created. Yeah, at yeah. Like, 
by these like World's Fair esque dynamo. But these are like uh, these items are just sort of floating there. The, yeah, uh, it seems like they're supposed to be like naturally occurring avatars, yeah. or again, it's some sort of like scientific phenomenon we don't know about that's sure. a result of this planet. But that's probably, that's probably because of miraculous because all the miraculous coal things we haven't done because we're so focused on clean energy rather than so figuring out what coal uh, can do. <laughs> if, if only we focus more on coal when will the libs <laughs> learn it's about with their nuclear cities. power and their wind cities. and solar if we just focused on coal if every home just had a coal burning plant inside it think how much safer the children would be think about it think about the safe children think about it libs stop owning yourself ugh I hate the libs so much, Cole. You have to tell me. You have to tell me. No. As a socioeconomic uh, steampunk anarchist, I don't really care for the socioeconomic. libs. Socioeconomic. <laughs> They're words. They're words. I'm sorry. I'm looking at another diagram here. <laughs> Just trying to figure out what is it a diagram it's, of what? It's a diagram that says conversation flowchart, how to sound smart on podcasts. <laughs> Still trying to increase that wisdom stat. And oh, 11 it. again. Damn it. God, I'm never going to get a skill check. <laughs> so, so Cor Blimey is, he's like, he's like the mayor's son he's, or something, right? He's, yeah, he's the mayor's son. Yeah. He insanely, and I, I don't know why they felt like they had to make a Mary Poppins reference. He is a bodyguard for uh, the mayor or, I, or he, wait. Does he work directly for his dad? Yeah, or is he works he directly just for sort his of like, dad. Yeah. He, he's an all-purpose, like, city hall bodyguard, though, yeah. right? Because yeah. he, he guards, he's helping, basically, there's a point where he's helping, he's following the secretary. Like, anyone who's in need, he's like almost a PI who works directly for the mayor of this place. He's a little city. daddy's boy. Oh, little daddy's boy. Yes, he is. Go blimey. And, and you got to remember, all these dudes are dressed like it's Newsies time with like yeah. hopper hats and suspenders and straps and like little ties. They look like dainty fans. But I would say they're a little more uh, shiny. Like they have a lot of metals, arbitrary metal things on them too. Oh, right. Yeah, because it's steampunk. They it's all have like a, a golden monocle or like just a hat with Stupid a sprocket hat. sticking out of it. Yeah, <laughs> for no reason. And it's like that one guy has a tie that has a midsection that just has a bunch of gears in it and he like yeah. raises and lowers it by like the tie gets longer because the it's like it's like needless inventions like yeah, yeah. Th that one guy has a car that basically because they're on these like floating platforms only has like a trolley's room to go around like like 50 meters <laughs> it, it, it has an extra gear that acts as a wheel that just makes it judder it's like it it, it makes no no sense it comes out of the front of the car yeah it's well gears so are weird. gears the point of uh steampunk is gears i've i've always yeah. thought yeah gears are cool That's, gears are cool gears are gears are cool. uh you know riding around on sky rails is, sky is cool rails with is sky cool. hooks blimps blimps are cool <laughs> blimps are cool Sorry, nothing zeppelins, bad's ever happened on a blimp are, zeppelins are cool uh, uh what else it's it's weird that they went with the tagline on the poster for this movie oh the humanity i felt like that was a little uh well it said know, oh the humanity exclamation i thought it was like they're celebrating humanity i i, I didn't understand it's because no 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 oh. it was, it was, I, I thought it was more like when a pokemon is evolving and it's like oh 
the humanity yeah, it wasn't, that's what i'm saying it wasn't like <laughs> it wasn't like they weren't screaming about somebody dying they were like oh this is oh the humanity <laughs> yeah that's uh yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> like Michelle on Full uh, House. This humanity is so Arnold. Silly. I knew I should have stayed home today. Like oh, it's like that. Arnold. <laughs> Arnold seems like but, a kid who would be really into steampunk. Uh there's somebody is targeting politicians in this thing. And targeting the people who run this steampunk city, which includes like bureaucrats and you know wealthy moguls and you know real mr monopoly type dudes well everybody looks like mr monopoly because it's like steampunk world so it's like you can get away with that look (laughs) that's true (laughs) it's just natural look it's like like one of the few times when people you can walk down this street with the big mustache and the monocle and it's like he's just a normal guy he's just a normal (laughs) right because like the alternative is like you're either a sky miner who still wears bow ties for some reason. Yeah. They're still like fancy they're filthy. lads. They're covered they're in filthy cold. filthy fancy lads. But they're at least respected as a career choice. They're like middle class yeah. because they, they are basically... The, yeah, they got houses yeah. and stuff. And they can afford right, stuff. Because it's nice. They're still like striated or like, what's the word? It's still like a hierarchy of classes. There's a hierarchy so of classes, still... but the lower class isn't even on the same island, which is nice. <laughs> yeah, they're not. It's like Final Fantasy VII, where there's the city above and then there's the slums below. Yeah. And yeah, it's, uh, it was, it's a cool setting. It's a cool setting and the effects in this movie are really cool. It's one of those mixes of practical and CGI that makes things feel you know fun to be there i didn't hate this movie i, I didn't hate say. this movie i didn't hate this movie i hated a I, lot of the uh i hate a lot of the british accents because some people could not do them there's like a lot one. of americans doing british yeah accents. there's a lot of americans yeah. doing british accents and they are uh they're they're not uh, great they're, they're not dick great. van dyking in a lot of them a lot of them are there's dick, dick van, van dyking. even yeah. even core blimey himself yeah. felt like which it was weird I mean, I mean, should we? I mean, we should mention that it's Bruce Willis as Core Blimey. Core Blimey is, yeah, Bruce Willis, and this is doing a uh, British accent to right. the best of his ability. He's fine. I mean, he's he's you know, I, I, Bruce Willis is like so entertained to me that he can do he, he, he if he does a British accent, even if it's bad, it's still like come back to the coast, so have a few laughs. Yeah, <laughs> Yippee Kaye, motherfucker. He did say Yippee Kaye, motherfucker, in a British accent, and it was not. Uh, it was fun. It's, I mean, I liked it. It's weird. It's weird. But it's also weird that he is a bodyguard who aspires to be a chimbley sweep. And he keeps saying, chimbley sweep. I, and they, keeps... they did take a lot of... They did take a lot from Mary Poppins. And uh, Well, there's is... a scene where he's literally watching Mary Poppins, which I don't understand. So I guess I just want to do that. I want to be a chimbley sweep too. Yeah, and he's like dancing with a broom while watching Chim Chimney, and he's like, "Why do I have to be a tough guy? I want to be a dancing man." Yeah, Yeah. Uh, that was not in a British accent. He said that in his normal voice. Yeah, that's weird. It's he kept going in and out of. It's a real Keanu situation. I want to be. I want to be a dancing man. I want to be a dancing man. I want to be a dancing man. Come on. Um, I mean, Jim, Jim, and Nate, Jim, Jim. Uh, so, like, the, the editor did not. Are you a guy <laughs> pretending to be British? Maybe the idea is, I'm about to blow my own mind here. Yeah, but it felt like so something? many people were dropping accents in this movie. That is it possible that they are only doing the accents? They are all Americans or would have American accents, but in order to keep up 
appearances while in public, they do British accents because they all think it makes them sound more refined. I think, I think, I think that's possible. I think you're reading into the movie, and I think if that was, <laughs> I'm giving it too much credit. I think if that was the case, they would have brought that. Uh, that would have been like a reveal at some point. Like, oh, we're actually all Americans. <laughs> Yeah, but they do have other stuff where it's like they keep up appearances. Like they're all – there's that thing where it's like everyone has to have their handkerchief. And if they don't have a handkerchief on them, they are thrown off the city and into the the land below. They do a handkerchief. They do three handkerchief uh, checks a day. Like every it, yeah, there's there's like they use it as if it is their passport to get between classes. Handkerchiefs. Let me see your handkerchiefs. And it's like, and there's that guy, he just looks like uh, the poor little mousiest man. And he just gets thrown off the building. Oh, but sorry, they also- sir, I left my handkerchief in the loo. Oh, you shouldn't have done that. And then he throws him off. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. And then he lands in a big pile of trash and he somehow survives. It's like, how high up is this? Because it seemed like he fell like a hundred feet. I think, I, don't, I think they're pretty high. I think it was the trash is so abundant and so soft from years of neglect. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. it's really soft tin cans and razor blades. So yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's like a that. lot of it has been decomposed over the years. You know, it's, oh, it's gone back oh, to Earth. I see. And all the styrofoam and stuff. So it's like, you know, you're probably fine. <laughs> all that asbestos is got back to the planet from whence it came now i have to look up asbestos to see if my joke even makes sense uh, asbestos it. is shards on your lungs so shards on your lungs my 1990s punk band fuck yeah i love that. shots uh, on your lungs <laughs> and shots in your nipples can you feel it feel the yeah. love tonight i remember i, I, I was remember really that, one, that one show you yeah. did that was a good show yeah, I mean, I remember it very vividly too because you were the only one who attended, and yeah, I yeah, also yeah. didn't have any instruments. It was yeah, no, it was just you screaming. You sort of didn't have a band. It was like, and in, in terms of it being a show, it was it was you know it was really just one corner of the cafeteria, and you were the only one standing there. You uh, said lo- you said watch my watch. show. You said watch my show, and I'm like, okay, fine, I'll watch your show. And then you just started screaming. And then you got detention, I believe. But you refused to pay the entrance fee. That was, it was the in the middle of the cafeteria. Why, why would I pay an entrance fee? You started doing it. <laughs> yeah, but you were standing. So if you, you got into a show for show. free, you're not going to pay an entrance fee after the fact. Uh, I just not, I felt I'm like not, you I'm just not don't support. Your, I'm not going to give like you You're like one of these freeloading fans who won't buy our Patreon. Because you're just like, ah, uh, that'll fail sooner or later. I'll just get them all for free when they put them on the main feed. No, sorry, motherfuckers. Sorry. If the Patreon goes down, I'm burning all the masters. Uh, yeah, there will we be no die episodes. with the Patreon. <laughs> it's going to be Pamela who listens to them and Pamela alone. You'll have to ask her what they were about because they're going to go onto the landfill in hell. Thanks <laughs> to your cheapness. Who's the real Scrooge now there, steampunk? Jeez. <laughs> So let's talk a little bit about the thriller aspect of this. So we got Cor Blimey, who is this bodyguard, like we said. He gets embroiled in what seems to be this conspiracy. Uh, Some sort of kill. teapot dome scandal. Exactly. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, now I have to look that up. So, no, don't look it up. Uh, don't look it up. It just sounds, it sounds old time. Uh, so that's why it sounds turn of the century. <laughs> yeah. uh, so... Basically, he has to uh, start shadowing this secretary who works for his uh, his dad's office, and there's sort of a, a like a will they won't they with them. Yeah, because it's a Demi Moore situation. Yeah, it's Demi Moore. It's crazy. His ex wife. Yeah. Um, 
And it's especially crazy because Ashton Kutcher plays her son. Yeah. In this, it's, it's, it's really uncomfortable, especially cause I don't I mean, this seems like this was before Bruce Willis, you know, was got sick. So it's like, it couldn't have been that long after he got sick. He's sick now. That's why he's making movies. Cause he's losing his mind. What? Yeah. That's why he doesn't act that. anymore. Cause he's, uh, he's got, uh, dementia. That's not true. You're yes, so full of baloney. I wouldn't make that up about poor Bruce Bruce. Bruce Willis. Sick? Question mark. <laughs> Last week, Willis's family announced via coordinated social media posts that Willis has been experiencing some health issues yeah. and has been recently been diagnosed with aphasia. Yeah, he's got aphasia. Impacting his cognitive abilities. Yeah, oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Yeah. That's so sad. That's really sad, yeah. Oh man! Now, now, uh, now you probably now you sound like a jerk for making fun of his accent. Making fun of I know it's probably a result. Of no, I think thing. I think this was before he got sick because he seemed to be. Yeah, this uh, I mean, this a lot seems of like a early two thousands movie. But maybe yeah. if it's been for years, it could have been. But maybe in this know, dimension, he's fine. Who knows? I didn't know he was sick, and I wish him well and his family and friends well. Uh, yeah. I love. I love Bruce Willis. Yeah, everybody loves Bruce Willis. That's why it's sad. not as not as politics so much, but I'm going to assume that's a result of his condition. Um, and <laughs> I think uh, it's a result of being rich in Hollywood <laughs> <laughs> and just liking guns, man, yeah, liking yeah. guns, and not wanting to put up with Kevin Smith's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that only makes him more right wing. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So core blimey, he's basically uh, he's. <laughs> uh he's got i can't believe his his his, the secretary's name is chippy her name is chippy yeah uh chippy esquire that's what they call her which does not feel correct or appropriate and uh yeah chippy esquire is the secretary and she knows something that she shouldn't know about this conspiracy. She, when she was recording on her stereographizer, run by a run by Cole, which by the way, yeah, again, it's a tiny, it looks like a, one of those, his master's voice. What do you call it? Not a megaphone, but gramophone. It looks like yeah. a gramophone that is powered by coal that she carries around with her everywhere not good and, if you're trying to record somebody in secret but uh, and, she, and she's winding it all the time like a jack-in-the-box yeah, to get yeah. it to spark like a lighter and then she uses like a horn to connect it to her head it's it's really cumbersome uh but she and it's sort of a point of like it's a comical point in the movie because yeah she's dragging this thing everywhere well Corbleming says well why you always wind me up chippy and stuff like ah uh, it's, it's and then she's like i could wind up some Something else if you want oh cool blimey cool blimey and he's like uh, yeah that's the one of the weird things about this movie is that she's the flirtatious one and he's sort of the straight-laced one yeah and he uh he's always like he's like i don't want me dad to think that i'm trying to bang some wench on the job and she's like don't call me a wench cool blimey <laughs> yeah and so she she knows that she accidentally recorded this secret conversation uh between two parties and they're talking about how they're gonna take down uh this coal magnate and they're gonna take down this uh eventually they're planning as part to uh i I don't know if they explicitly say it but uh bruce willis's character 
sort of guesses that that means his dad's probably in the crosshairs as well. Well, I think but, the, the idea is that they're going to like, they're going to blow up this, like the magnet's mine causing it to fall to earth, which obviously then it'll be right, useless because right. it's on the variable hellscape of earth. They want to start this chain reaction that will set the floating islands off kilter and yeah. create a catastrophe. And it turns out in the end, spoiler alert, that it's these, you know, of course, these horrible low-class individuals who failed to pull <sighs> Don't themselves get me up started. Don't get me started. who are the terrorists because they're like, we need, you know, this this stratified culture, all these, like, class warfare. It's it, That's what's keeping us down. You know, there should be enough for everyone. You should be helping us here down in the slums. Yeah, but they want the coal back on planet Earth where it belongs. And it's like, get real, you fucking scumbags. Why don't you get a job? Can we talk about the chase sequence in Zeppelins, which is the oh, slowest yeah. chase God, outside slowest of The chasing. Last Jedi? Yeah. It's pretty crazy. It's well, they like kidnap, they kidnap, uh, they kidnap Chippy and they, they run into a, the Zeppelin with her. And it's like, and she uh, literally reaches out the window and shakes her arms like olive oil at one point, and yeah. he's just like, "Hold on, Chippy, I'm a coming for you." And uh, yeah, two giant zeppelins uh, in the sky, and and Chippy again, Demi Moore, and you have to, and, and at this point. Uh, Chippy's son, again, played by Ashton Kutcher, is, who's sort of like the child genius, the steampunk child genius, who keeps making He's dressed like a little, he's dressed like one of those little sailor boys with the giant lollipops. Kind yeah, of. exactly. He's dressed like Donald Duck, and, yeah. and so much so to the point where he doesn't wear pants throughout, like, half the movie. Yeah. And it's pretty strange because you could just like they have to keep it's like clearly a choice by the actor because there's they have a lot to keep of uh, placing him behind desks and stuff so you don't see Ashton's exposed dong. Well, there's also it's like there's strange. a lot of eye lines that are ruined by that cuz people are looking at his exposed dong like Yeah, yeah they keep glancing down, especially Bruce Willis is just like averting his eyes throughout the thing. Like, come on, man, what are you doing? He's a he's uh, a cash and cutter. He's making, he can do what he wants, can do what he wants, you know. When you want a genius, you want to cast Ashton Kutcher because that's one smart fella, and he he uh, he comes up with all sorts of crazy gadgets. He's sort of like the cue of this movie. He comes up with a telescope that can take pictures, which we call. would call a camera which in, runs in modern call. day. Uh, yeah, which runs on coal, which always gives Bruce Willis a black eye yeah. in classic Little Rascals on the Simpsons fashion, and so he's. <laughs> he's yeah he's constantly taking the telescope away from his eye and he's got a black ring around it and he and he's like plus you got a built-in monocle there and if you've ever wanted to hear ashton do a british accent you don't trust me you don't. plus his name you is don't. plus his name is little chippy which i don't appreciate little chippy and so it runs in the family it's <laughs> yeah, like a family name that crosses little, gender little chippy. Uh, i mean gender is a spectrum so i guess little chippy <laughs> Honestly, it suits a kid better. But again, he's not a kid. He's, he's a grown he's ass fucking man. He's an adult he was man. A, he wasn't really a kid in that '70s show. Only no. Milo was really. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, so, I mean, that's yeah, weird. It, he was dating an old lady, and then he started dating a younger lady. It's <laughs> weird. Yeah, that's you know when you put it like that, it's not weird. It's actually that's the most weird. basic comparison. 
anyone's ever made. He dated somebody who wasn't his age, and then he did it again. That's strange. Oh, I'm gonna kill myself if I keep <laughs> explaining things that are obvious anyway. Well, should I send you a diagram? I don't feel like maybe a diagram. Did you notice not. there's a lot of duality in this movie? Sometimes it's during the day, and then other times it's I'm at looking night. At the, uh, I'm looking at Kolar, the podcast. Back to uh, you. I'm looking at that same diagram you were about trying to sound smart. <laughs> <laughs> And it's pointing things out. It's pointing out comparisons. Are you on Collider? Holy shit. The the me in the alternate dimension wrote this for Collider. Collider. Oh no. It's alternate me has a site called Collider. It's just articles for just me. Hey Collider, you're gonna want to read this one. That's in every headline. God damn it. That's a good website. Yeah, I guess it is. Uh, but, but yeah, he's, so yeah, they're in a Zeppelin to Zeppelin chase. It's like, I liked the, the Zeppelin conductors cause they, they, they had these like little, like, I don't know, British Bobby uniforms and they're, they're very like stuck up and, and like have big mustaches. Yeah. Excuse Go me. Go faster. Mustache. Call blimey. Mm-hmm. Go faster. Call blimey. Yeah, there's a lot of scenes in this movie where someone else says Corblimey and he says, yes, you rang? Yeah. He's uh, like, it's unclear whether he wants to be like a James Bond figure or a Cockney chimney sweep. It's it's kind of bizarre. Shaking, not stirred, over coal, please. Now, this movie was pitched to us as a thriller and it does have some thrilling scenes. Lots of like jumps out of windows and like lots of fall. Okay, and, and like the parachute that also runs on gears. Yeah. That was yeah. weird. Yeah, it's like most things why, are gears. Every, everything would not make it heavy. Stuff, like you said, it may, I feel like that would make it too heavy and it would plummet. But it works, I guess. For some reason, the 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 uh, the series of gears keeps it afloat. I guess. I, it seems dangerous. <laughs> I guess, just like a helicopter. I yeah, assume. I, I Let's guess. bring up another yeah. diagram. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, helicopters have gears. That's, helicopters that's nice work. Oh, this is interesting for no reason. Hmm. Huh. I don't know why that there's a website dedicated to that. It just explains why Leonardo da Vinci could invent one, I guess. He's a real knuckle. Leonardo da Vinci was the original stuff. steampunk, I believe. Oh my god, he yeah. really was. He really was. Cool guy. Uh he he that's a guy who makes me feel like a Vitruvian man, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I do not. I, I do not either. I'm not sure. Vitruvian man. Vitruvian man. That's also a really great diagram. Uh <laughs> 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 wow, that Vitruvian man bet really came full circle. <laughs> About time. We try it every time and it's the first uh, time it's worked. Oh boy. Uh, okay, well, law of averages. We finally pass an intelligence check with those last two jokes. So, uh, oh, nope, that's a 10. That's a 10. So that's we still good. failed. Still 10 failed. out of 10, right? 10 out of 10. Uh, yeah, let's say that. Let's say that. But, yeah, so he... He discovers that it's this team of, I guess, paupers, low class, poor people. It feels bad to call they them. They snuck low in class. by getting handkerchiefs, like making handkerchiefs, which was like <laughs> out of trash wrappers. Out of trash. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. that's that's why. <laughs> that's how they get caught too. They're like, wait a minute, these handkerchiefs 
are fast food wrappers. These handkerchiefs are garbage. Garbage. This These one has shit on it. It's just toilet paper. Nothing but garbage. And so, so he tracks them down, and then like the third act is him just he after. Well, that's one of the craziest things is that their plan succeeds partially, and they yeah. set off a coal explosion, and gears go flying everywhere, and uh, one of the boilers looking at the diagram explodes <laughs> causing a steam problem okay steam cool. explosion some might say it's a scheme based steam or a steam based scheme yeah and so half of the islands go down uh, along with some of the richest people and so he needs to use his gear parachute to save his father and there's a moment where he has to choose between saving you know, uh, Chippy or his daddy. Yeah. And he does like the bat, he does this like impossible maneuver where he's like zooming through the clouds and he, he remembers something that Ashton taught him about gadgetry and he builds a device on the fly that sort of functions as a grappling hook. Yeah. But, <laughs> but he, he, instead of it being something that grabs onto something, it sprouts an umbrella at the end and he carries them both down floating again, like Mary Poppins, which, wonderful. you know, if he hadn't had watched that movie so much, he never would have thought of it. So it kind of works out for him. He doesn't become a chimbley sweep, but he does become a magical nanny to a certain extent. <laughs> um, his second goal. You gotta have a B plan. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have a B. You can't always get what you want, but if you try sometimes, you can get what you yeah. need. Sometimes you can uh, still be the second favorite part of your movie. So that is, that it's him and Demi Moore and his dad, who I'm not sure who the guy is, but he's he's like a famous British actor, I believe. Is it Jason Isaacs? Uh, Jason Isaacs isn't British, is he? But he's, no, because Jason Isaacs is too young to be his daddy. It's like yeah. this older guy. I forget the guy's name. He almost looks like the dad in Downton Abbey, but he's he's got like a, a bigger forehead. I, I don't remember the dude's name, but he is a, he's a well-known British actor. In any case, they all just start like it becomes a slugfest, a steampunk slugfest. Is they're just like the ratcheting sh- gears and like beating the shit out of poor people. They left kill and right. poor people. It's great. I mean, I mean, I agree. It's great for them. It's the, it's, like, it's almost like the poor people don't know how to fight. It's like they don't understand that. <laughs> well, of like course, gears. they never had rich person fight etiquette classes. That's where you learn. <laughs> they it's just not all... like they're like try to they're like kind of like they're almost like zombies in a way. They're like, <laughs> give us basic rights. Uh, there's no reasoning with them. <laughs> and then I like, uh, yeah, and they they kill all those people, and then they literally they 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 pull on their bootstraps and that brings them back up into the sky. Yeah. Well, because they have those inflatable bootstraps and they're like flying up with like some sort of helium tanks in the boots that they, that uh, Ashton's son invented. Uh, (laughs) And it's like, well, if you had, if you knew how balloons, why did you you kill these poor people? Why did you have to just pull yourself up by your bootstraps instead of murdering all these poor people? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's it's a weird movie. It's 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 a it's a very weird movie. And cuz I again, I didn't it said it was a thriller, but I thought I think of thrillers as like you know, suspenseful who, yeah, and this who was did more it? like and it was like, well, it's clearly these fucking it's clearly these other people were falling around 
who are <laughs> poor people that snuck in. Like, we know, I, we saw them I sneak mean, in. it was kind of thrilling in those early chase sequences when it was just him and Demi, and they're trying to evade guys with steampunk guns that, yeah. like, shoot little gears at them. That was, that was cool. cool. But the Zeppelin, and, like, the the Zeppelin is... fight was so, like, so slow. That wasn't thrilling. I mean, they, the, no, camera, it reminded the camera was me jerky, of... but it wasn't like, they weren't good. They, were, they can only go so fast, right? They're in, they're it, in the sky. It reminded me of an even sillier version of Last Crusade. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so it, it was just like, I don't know. It felt like it leaned more into silliness as things went on and instead of being thrilling. So I think that was sort of a knock against it. But visually, I thought it was it was very it was stirring it was, like, and uh, exciting. Um, I'm also glad so, it wasn't... Uh, sepia tone because i was worried if this oh yeah it was bright blues and like golden gear it actually looked good and because like a lot of these a lot of those movies in that same like time period definitely just would like well let's just make it sepia tone that way it sort of looks like oh yeah i mean like hudson hawk is pretty much completely tan the entire time it looks like it's always 5 p.m in that movie um and uh but yeah i mean like I did appreciate how bright and colorful it was. It was almost speaking of Jason Isaacs, like the 2003 uh, Peter Pan movie, which has similar like bright cartoony over the top colors. And in that way, it becomes like very visually iconic to a certain extent. So uh, yeah, I dug that aspect of it. I dug how pretty it was. I almost wish it had taken itself more seriously because I could kind of dig a Bioshock Infinite type movie you know what i mean like the visuals of that and i like i'm a sucker for people movies where people are like flying and like looking at broad vistas and sunsets i was thinking about how to train your dragon this week and aladdin and like fly on carpets and dragons around the horizon like that's just an easy and cheap way to make me have an emotional moment in a movie and i feel like this had a lot of like cool imagery like that and like the idea of doing this like intrigue based sort of like detective thing is cool but i think the movies again politics were just a little bit weird and like bruce willis's speech to them at the end was weird too where he's just like when will you when will you learn yeah to stop being poor and stop being poor and they all look at each other and they're like we never tried it maybe we should stop being poor and like they act like that's some big revelation. Well, it's then like, he oh. says, he says, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, and they all pull their bootstraps, and then their feet explode. Like he gave them, he gave them exploding bootstraps. Like they didn't even give them like, <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they the tricked them. They tricked them. They tricked them to yeah. make them feel be worse. <laughs> yeah, that that was such a dick move. Such a dick move. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't make any sense because like at that point you thought they were all gonna rise up yeah, as some part no. of metaphor, and it's like, and then when he gets back up there, he gets to where Ashton's character was hiding in one of the richer districts or middle class districts, I forget which, and he's just like whichever ones are still floating at that point, right. and he's like, he's like, hey. Thanks for rigging up those exploding shoes for me. Yeah. And it's like, how did he get the exploding shoes on all of the, Like, it didn't... We <laughs> killed all those... We took all those pil- filthy poor's feet off. That'll make them Now that we don't think. have any poor people to worry about, we can finally stop the end of this class warfare and just be middle class and rich people. <laughs> yeah. And Ashton Kusher just shakes his... Little Chibi just shakes his head and calls him Papa, which was weird. Yeah, because it's like they've, they've it's all takes place in like I don't know forty eight hours, so it's a little bit jumping the gun. Can I call like, you Papa? 
Of course, little chippy, you can call me Papa. <laughs> and again, like, Ashton, I'm pretty sure, is like... <laughs> I don't know, like, at least 30 at this point. Yeah. And he's, like, on his knees to make him seem shorter. And is, like, cuddling up to Bruce's chest. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's really very weird. weird. And they, like, really hang on that shot of Ashton hugging Bruce. I thought he was gonna like, suckle. Oh. I thought he was gonna suckle for a little, for a second. I was like, is he gonna You know, gonna... my mother never gave me enough milk. It's like, alright, <laughs> yeah, get the fuck that's off That's what I thought me. was gonna happen. The outtakes in this movie are gonna be hilarious. You gotta watch this at some point. Is there is there like a DVD cube uh, <laughs> with bonus features? Gotta check that out at uh, the Mammoth Video. Maybe we'll do that someday, but you guys won't notice. You should uh, roll to see if they should subscribe to Patreon. Oh no, <laughs> my rolls have been so bad. Just today. lie. Okay. Just lie on okay. your roll. I don't have. I'm too honest. I was uh, a DA damn, and I only fudged for the benefit of the players. Okay, let's see. Should they subscribe to the Patreon? Uh, skill check will be 15. I'm gonna roll the audiences. <laughs> let's see. I'm gonna roll their intelligence. No, that's a low stat for the audience. Yeah, uh, try something else. Charisma, charisma, charisma. They have great charisma. Uh, They've got <laughs> a plus audience? four charisma. Okay, yeah. Okay, and that is yes, they did it. They did oh it. Oh my god, they actually did fourteen plus four, so they get an eighteen, which is pretty good. And that pretty means good. they pass the fifteen skill check, which means they should subscribe to the Patreon. You can go on to our uh, Twitter at Made Up Movies Pod, and our links are all up there. Uh, our new beautiful link tree, courtesy of Mike Kolar, is Ooh, up baby. there as well. And uh, you can subscribe to the Patreon and our new Instagram, and uh, you can also submit uh, movies for us at, at Made Up Movies Pod on Twitter. But before we go, uh, wrapping things up completely, uh, what would you rate this movie? How many cogs? Would you give this movie out of ten? Many, I would give it ten uh, cor- cog blimeys. Ten cog blimeys. <laughs> cog blimey. Cog blimey's a better name. I know. It makes more sense than steampunk world. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I liked it compared to most of the movies. It's, we a, it's a seven. It's a seven. I would say. It's a good yeah. Seven. That's fair. I feel like that's generous because like. A lot of the cheese ball humor in it. I don't know. It, I would have preferred a more serious thing, like I said. Yeah. But uh, it was enjoyable and visually very. Whoever directed this, uh, let's see. Oh, Ang Lee. That guy's Ang going Lee. places. Yeah. So thank you, Ang Lee. Uh, thank you to uh, who submitted this diabolical podcast for discourteous machinations. That's a really fun suggestion. Keep them coming. Uh, and oh, we should let people know we're moving into spooky month Uh-oh. and so it's time for made up horror month as we are tentatively calling it <laughs> so which so it's a working title <laughs> yeah it's a working title because i did not run it by you first but we don't have time to figure it out we will come up with something better soon probably but we're going to do a, a bunch of horror movies coming up we've got a bunch of those in the docket so we've got some cool ones to choose from uh but get ready for some spooks scares and getting grabbed by the ghoulies without your consent oh no ghoulies <laughs> no not the ghoulies <laughs> that would be a rare occurrence okay nailed it just gonna yeah. walk out of this podcast just close, now just close the door <laughs> okay i am going to roll to see if we can end the show oh, now and i'm going to use uh i don't know what stat is that i guess 
It is, I guess it's a charisma check. Let's see if we can end this one on a bang. <laughs> yeah. My charisma is, of course, plus five. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we'll just roll that. And yep. Yes! Meets it and beats it. I got a 10 on my roll and I got a plus five, so that's a 15. Wait, I only that have plus three. successfully end the show, but I'm going to... I only, have plus, I only have plus three. Yeah, right. Uh, so technically that means that since I'm counting this role for both of us, you have to stay here and continue to record a podcast. So I will see you later. But I don't, uh, Matt, 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 Matthew. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go. He doesn't have that. He took the dice with him. So I'm gonna leave. See you next time.